prayers and meditations and the prayer that we are going to read today like all prayers it's so revelatory but especially in the in today's context it is so relevant one of the things that uh, haunts our life is this constant sense of uncertainty what may happen what may happen now this question is deliberately given to man as shodvindo reveals in savitri man lifted up the burden of his fate there is a reason why man is not shown the future's hidden face and the reason is because if he is shown the face he'll probably not do what is needed to reach there uh, so it is not shown to us deliberately and we should not try to go to cephalologist and try to ask for predictions and show our uh, hastrekha and astrology it's, it's not needed if the divine wants us to know he will reveal to us our future and the world's future but there is a reason why he has uh, concealed it from us and the reason is very simple that he wants us to labor when children go to school um, you know they are taught many things they do not know supposing they know that this uh, Uh, little sentences that i am learning this is not what is important i'll become a you know astronaut uh, later on so he'll probably not read he'll keep waiting that you know one day i'll become an astronaut and in the process really never fulfill the dream that the divine has seen for him or he himself has seen for himself so that is why uh, the future is concealed from us but now comes the important thing this concealed future which is there as a question mark we may answer it in one way or in another way we may answer it with the consciousness of fear and fill it with all kinds of horrendous possibilities or we may fill it with beautiful dreams of the future so the mother reveals to us this is a prayer dated january 11th 1914 january 11 1914 at every minute all the unforeseen the unexpected the unknown is before us at every minute the universe is recreated in its totality and in each of its parts at every moment we can be newborn reborn at every moment we can shed the whole past at every moment the entire chain of karma can be dissolved and effaced and we can recreate the future but we drag on so what is needed for this freedom in fact the mother says the supramental being will have no karma he will be completely free and that is one of the big challenges as is revealed in the savitri that he will lack but without any bondage and if we had a truly living faith if we had that absolute certitude of thy almighty power and thy soul reality thy manifestation could at every minute be so evident that the whole universe be transformed by it what we lack is a living faith it's one thing that we believe mental faith if uh, you show to people uh, yes yes mother has said so or god exist but when it comes to everyday life we never translate it into real action so living faith 
something which goes right into the very cells of our body. It is translated into our everyday living. And this certitude that the divine is the all-powerful soul reality. What power can ever be there which can be greater than the divine power? So she says, if we have it, then the whole universe is actually would be transformed. When someone asks Shurabindo that uh, I believe, uh, I have faith that the mother can uh, transform uh, anyone at any point of time if there is the integral sincerity in that person. Shubhinda says, yes, it is true. The whole problem is the integral sincerity part. So if we can have this living faith, this total sincerity, absolute sincerity, then we can walk through life with the complete certitude that the divine power is with us and will always protect us. That is what we have been reading also in Sri Arvind's Jeevan Prasang in Hindi. But why are we not able to do it? But we are such slaves of all that surrounds us and has preceded us. We are so much determined by the whole mass of what is manifested. And our faith is so feeble that we are still incapable of serving as intermediaries in the great miracle of transfiguration. But we are slaves. Slaves to what? All that is coming through the newspaper, television. Today I read something very interesting. Mother speaks about epidemics. And she says 90% of it comes from fear. And it gets augmented by the playing upon the mind and the newspapers and useless things that people talk about it. So she wants us to be free within of any kind of fear. For us who are children of the mother, neither life nor death should be an occasion of fear. Because we are her children. Why should we contemplate and meditate upon a disease? So she is reminding us, but we are slaves of everything that surrounds us. We are also slaves of all that has gone in the past. So we keep uh, you know, giving examples. You know, today I was hearing somebody giving example of Spanish flu. Are leave it behind? What does it matter? We are not slaves of the past. We can do things better inwardly. We can awaken in us a consciousness that nothing can stay in front. Even death will uh, need permission to enter. So this is the state of consciousness in which we can arise if we have a complete faith and if we stop being enslaved and chained to all that has gone before us. What may have, may have happened even yesterday in our own life did not repeat itself today. The weaknesses of yesterday need not be the weaknesses of tomorrow. They may even be stepping stones to the great victory. If we have that state, then we can be true intermediaries between the divine and the great transfiguration. But, O oh Lord, I know that it will come one day. And I know that a day will come when thou wilt transform all those who approach us. Thou wilt transform them so radically that totally liberated from the ties of the past, they will begin to live in thee with a life quite new, a life solely made of thee, of which Thou shalt be the sovereign Lord. In one beautiful sentence, comprehensively she has described what is transformation. So she says, what is transformation? First of all, she says, 
that a day will come she has the certitude as she said when shurbindo withdrew uh, you know after 5th december she says not for a moment you must vacillate in the belief that the work taken by shurbindo will not end in success she she repeatedly assures us and that's what we see 29th february the supramental manifestation starts it begins because a work undertaken by shurbindo and the mother being the divine avatars how can it not succeed i mean this doubt itself is absurd uh, whatever time it takes time yes because time is needed for any unfolding individually and collectively so she says a day will come when all will be transformed who come to us uh, come to mother and shurbindo and so radically so what is this transformation one is we are completely liberated from the past this identification we have with the body this falsehood this wrong we are looking at life at ourselves our false relations with creation all that will go away and what we will see in its place what will replace it a living in the divine living in the they will begin to live in the with the life quite new this is the divine life the life of a new consciousness a life solely made of the everything each nerve each cell the very flow of blood beating of the heart the very breath should be constituted of the divine and the divine will be the sovereign lord not the ego not this person that person and also all troubles will be transformed into serenity this is transformation shobindo describes this way in the life divine very second page what is transformation what is divine life so he says to convert this agitated uh, life of ours into a life of uh, peace this confused ignorance into a life of plenary supramental um, illumination not exact word but it's a very powerful long passage the second paragraph here she is saying that a day will come thou shall be the sovereign lord and also all troubles will be transformed into serenity all anguish into peace all doubts into certitude all ugliness into harmony all egoisms into self giving all darknesses into light and all sufferings into unchanging happiness this is transformation if you want to see a transformed human being it has nothing to do with anything external it's not that the person will wear this dress or speak like that or may have read the scriptures none of these things but someone in whom anguish has been replaced by peace troubles transformed into serenity doubts have vanished vidyanti hridgranti chidyanti sarva sanshaya and in place of doubt is the certitude of divine victory where all ugliness has disappeared and in its place there is harmony all egoism me mine for my benefit my calculation my bargain with this person that person with the divine goes away in its place there is a constant self giving to the divine where all darkness vanishes and in its place there is light endless light in each and every corner of our being and all suffering transforms dives into 
the bliss and ecstasy and the unchanging happiness of the Supreme Lord. But art thou not already accomplishing this glorious miracle? I see it everywhere blossoming around us. This is what we have to see. We see how Shurabindu in the Alipur jail. Somebody with a superficial eye would have seen, oh, so sad. Why has God sent them this misfortune? Who are these decoids, murderers, etc.? But Shurabindu in the Alipur jail sees the first signs of the coming new age. This is the difference of the vision. And this is what she does when we love her. Or rather, we are able to love her because of her love for us, because of her grace. And she exchanges our vision with her vision and we look life anew. And then what do we see? We see that everywhere this glorious miracle is happening and blossoming. So if we are not able to see the supramental change, well, the problem is not in the divine action. The problem is within us. So what is the way out? Well, people can speak about it and there are people who have spoken and still would speak uh, the signs and the changes. But none of this is going to really, really ultimately convince uh, a, a, a firm doubter. It is only when our inner eye has been opened, when the psychic door has been opened, when we have found the soul within, that we will see this world anew with the psychic eyes. And through that door, we will be able to glimpse something of the supramental change this, that is happening in creation. Oh, divine law of love and beauty. What a wonderful law. At another place she speaks about the law of freedom, divine freedom, divine love, divine beauty, the law of beauty. So what is this divine law? Divine law is not like our harsh law, law of punishment. People who believe in punishments don't know about the divine. The divine does not deal with rewards and punishment. He is not capable of that. He can only give love. As the mother says at one place, my child, I can never get angry. So it may look like anger to us because of our limitations, because we don't know anything else except that. It may look like punishment with, for us, but as Sri Aurobindo reveals to us that even her punishments, even her rejections are not rejections but postponements, even her punishments are a grace. So what may look like to our ignorant vision as a punishment and a postponement or a rejection, a rejection is actually a postponement. It is not a cancelling of the possibility and even what may look like a punishment is a grace. As he says in one of his aphorism that Sir John Cal Calvin, well, he said something like that when he saw a criminal convict going to the gallows. He says, but for the grace of God, uh, you know, grace of God has saved me, otherwise I would have been in place of that criminal. So Sri says, better if he says that for the grace of God, I could have been there. That even if I was a convict, still it was the grace of God. So this is the vision that we develop, which we see very beautifully even in Shurabindu's Kara Kahani, which we are reading these days. It is only our blindness that deprives us of the fortifying spectacle of thy constant victory. And there are countless, countless signs, but today is not the day and this is not the moment to speak about it, where one can see this constant 
miracle of the divine blossoming upon earth in creation even what looks like an adversity is actually a boon a blessing because now that the supermind is here nothing nothing absolutely nothing can happen which will not lead us swiftly towards the divine manifestation which has been promised and uh, assured to mankind and earth my heart sings a hymn of gladness and my thought is illumined with joy so this is the when we have this vision we are constantly filled with joy then we are constantly in a state which is a state of adoration of the divine in countless ways thy transcendent thy marvelous love is the sovereign master of the world ah, this world who is the lord lord and the master we have made of him like a cruel judge and a tyrant despotic tyrant sometimes but who is he he is none else but the master of love not human love but a love that transcends and exceeds our humanity by many many degrees more than the human love supposedly exceeds the love that is there in the plants and inanimate matter thy transcendent thy marvelous love is the sovereign master of the world namaste